Well, good morning, my friend. Welcome to the Pastor's Podcast. Good to have you with me this Tuesday morning. I hope that you had a wonderful Christmas Day weekend. And of course, yesterday was, we kind of celebrated Christmas as a family on yesterday. Sunday was tremendous. Thank God we didn't change anything. Um, Sunday morning, Sunday night, um, just a phenomenal day. Sunday school was, I mean, we were, we, you know, I say down. We weren't down. Most people would have loved to have what we had. Full auditorium, almost had to add chairs on Sunday morning in the morning service. And Sunday night, people came back and returned, had a full house Sunday night. The buses had a good attendance on Sunday. We didn't change the day on that. And thankful for the bus workers that ran the buses on Sunday morning. And people came to church, people saved. And um, and I think, was it 15 baptized, something like that, what God did. It was a tremendous day. Sunday night, I got to tell you the story. Sunday night, um, one of the men that got saved, um, he goes. He he's in a he's in a program at the Salvation Army, and, that, and Sunday night was the first service he could get out. And he was he said this. He told me this after the service. He said, "Preachers, I was praying that the church. He didn't know it was our church. He goes, the church that would that would pick people up for church wouldn't cancel their service on Sunday night because he wanted to come to church. He got in the bus on Sunday night because we don't change the services." And came to church, got saved, got baptized. Would have never happened had we canceled Sunday night church. My friend, that's why you never, never change a service. Preachers, listen to me. Somewhere you need to get it in your mind. I'm, don't ask people what they think. Be the leader you're supposed to be and lead your church and say, this is what they're going to do. Our people, I can't tell you how many people came to me and said, preacher, this is the best Christmas I've ever had because they're in church. It's all God work. God will do something if we don't cancel him. Too many people canceled God, and that's why you're critical, and you wish he was open because you'll never know. I wonder how many people could have gotten saved at your church had you not changed something. Let's, let's be wise. Let's do what is right. Let's not be canceling God out. Well, today, I want to talk to you about get a bigger measuring cup. In Romans chapter 12, verse 3, the scripture says, For I say, through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. Now, the measure of faith that God has given you doesn't have to stay that size. Whatever amount of faith God's given you will grow if you use that faith. Now, the verse I read to you says, God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. Now, in other words, whatever size of cup you use for God to fill with, with faith is the amount of faith you will have for God to do the miraculous through your life. So, I want to give you several thoughts about your measure of faith. First, you will only see the miraculous to the degree of your faith. So God does not pick and choose people through whom he does the miraculous, but he looks for people who attempt the miraculous with the faith that they have. The only reason some see God do more through their lives than others is because they use all the faith that they have and God rewards it. Second, God holds you accountable to your measure of faith and not another's. So whatever measure of faith God has given us at this moment to be used, that, that God expects us to use it. God understands that our measure of faith may not be as big as another's, 
but he does not hold us accountable for the measure of faith he has given to another. He holds you accountable for what you have. So stop comparing your faith to another's faith and instead use the faith that you do have for God to do something big to your life. Third, you have access to all faith. God does not have more faith for one person than he does another. But every believer has access to all the faith that another has. The measure of faith we have depends on the amount of faith we use. So you cannot use the excuse that you don't have enough faith because God has given you the access to the faith you need to attempt the miraculous if you just simply attempt it. So fourth, God gives you the faith needed for the attempt he asked you to attempt. So God's not going to give you more faith than the attempt of faith you attempt. I want you to follow me. So God always gives to what we need and, and a bit above. The longer we are saved, the more faith we should have because God grows our faith. He should, little by little. Now, it's not God's fault it's not growing. That's mine. So sadly, it seems as if, as if those who just got saved tend to attempt more faith acts than those who've been saved for many years. And this ought not to be. It should be that those who've been saved the longest attempt the greatest acts of faith. But I don't find that. I find that those who are just barely saved, they, they, they're just excited about God. They know what God's done. They want God to do more, so they attempt more. So always remember that God only gives you the faith you need according to that which you attempt for him. Fifth, if you want more faith, you must attempt more by faith. And then God gives you more faith for another attempt of faith. So we grow our faith by attempting greater things with the faith that we have. Then God gives us more faith because he's never going to give us the same amount back. He always gives us more. So never should we keep attempting the same level of attempts. I want you to get that. But we should always step up our attempts if we expect God to do more, give us more by faith than the next attempt. Now, never let the measure of faith that God has dealt you to stay the same size. My friend, God does his greatest works through those who take the measure of faith that God's already given them and they use it all up and God gives them more. That, see, that's, a, that's the Luke 6.38 principle. So, so to whatever degree of faith you attempt, God gives you back with good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. He gives you more. God always gives more faith than the faith you have used. And his purpose of that is so that you'll, you'll continually attempt greater things for him. Now, let me ask you, are you attempting greater things for God? Are you? Has your faith grown? Are you using the faith you have? Or does God say, I don't even need to help them because they're just not even using it. My friend, what a great God. He says, I've given you the faith, now use it. And he says, and when you, get, when you access all that faith, he says, I want to give you more than what you could use, so you have to get a bigger cup to hold it. And he says, the purpose of that bigger cup is to continue to use it all, so you continue to get a bigger measuring cup for God to give you. God can use us greater and greater and greater until the day we die if we just keep on getting a bigger cup. By faith, trust God.
and do it. Well, my friend, I hope this is a great challenge to you today. Now, let's remember today, be good to everyone. Everyone's having a tough time. Have a great day, my friend.